Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, Scott here and uh, welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Welcome back everybody. Um, It's another data dump today. So we are going to be diving into another Brisbane property market update. We do like to do these monthly because I think for anybody that is interested in Brisbane property, having a good understanding of what the data is telling us and what's actually happening on the ground is the best way to make decisions around when the right time to buy might be. So that's what the focus of today's episode is. Yeah, so get ready for Melinda's voice because there's going to be the data and all that information. She loves that, as we all know. Um, And I'll probably just throw in a few little stories of what we're seeing out and about. So um, look, let's jump straight in and let's talk about some prices and some values. Interestingly, here in Brisbane, it's been a little bit of a bumpy month in terms of COVID-19. We have had an increase in the restrictions in terms of what we can and can't do, again, on the back of some very small clusters. Um, However, we're four days straight at the time of recording of zero cases once again. So uh, we are doing a great job of um, shutting down any small cases that do come up and you know, what we're definitely seeing when we're looking at a national level is that the housing market performance seems to be intrinsically linked with the extent of social distancing policies and um, and border closures. That is, housing markets where there are lockdowns, such as Melbourne, um, appear to be performing much more poorly than other housing markets, such as Brisbane, where the policies are a lot more liberal. So that's good news for Brisbane. Now, when we're looking at the overall headlines for national property values, you may have seen Um, the fourth month of declines, and that is the national headline. However, when we look at Brisbane itself, um, Brisbane during the month of August, according to CoreLogic, experienced negative 0.1% overall dwelling value declines. However, when you break that down to the housing market and the unit market, What that data then tells us is that the housing market throughout August was absolutely stable with zero change in dwelling values and the unit market experienced a very small decline of negative 0.3%. So we can sort of extrapolate that out to the quarterly figures and you know, we reached our record highs um, back earlier in this year. We're down negative 0.9% for the quarter, which is 0.9% Um, of total dwelling values for Brisbane. Um, That's off the record highs earlier this year. Uh, But looking at houses, we're only down 0.7% looking at the median value as a whole and the units a little bit more of a slip down 1.6% for the quarter. Okay, so if we break that up into some um, segments, if you like, from the the low to the high, and and I guess there is going to be a high coming up in the market pretty soon. There was an auction, I think it was last weekend, um, New Farm and sold under the hammer. There was um, multiple multiple bidders actually on that one, House on the River, and it sold for eight mil. So um, that's probably in the high section. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> is in the high section. It's certainly not representative of a typical value here in Brisbane. But, you know, interestingly, it was hotly contested and there were a lot of bidders looking at that property and to sell under the hammer at eight mil. Who's got that sort of money? But um, good on them. Um, but when we break down the market segments, um, looking at the top end of the market, the middle part of the market and the bottom end of the market, there has been a little bit of a change in terms of 
you know, those market segments, um, when we look at changes in dwelling values between March and August 2020. So in the lowest 25th percentile, there's actually been no change in dwelling values. So they are the lower priced values, uh, the lower priced properties here in Brisbane. The middle segment of the market, so the 50th percentile, that's been the hottest part of the market. Um, we've seen 0.6% price growth in this segment of the market in Brisbane between March and August 2020. Now, that's probably consistent with what we've been saying in terms of the number of people out at open homes and the buyer depth, which seems to be huge in the middle section of the market. Remembering that our median value here in Brisbane um, is 503 thousand one hundred and twenty eight dollars across all of greater brisbane so that's the segment we're talking about when we're looking at the middle segment and then the top 75th percentile of the market so these are the higher priced properties um, that that seems to be the market in brisbane that has had the greatest price change negative 2.2 percent between march and august in that segment of the market um, now remember also it's going to be relative to what has actually sold so you know, we've always got to treat data with caution because it's really important to have an understanding, not just what the data tells us, but what that data is made up of. So, you know, that's what our local knowledge can help people to understand if they are shopping in the top segment of the market. There's certainly, um, you know, local knowledge will help you understand what sorts of properties are maintaining their value. Yeah. So properties are selling really fast still um, when we're out and about. As Melinda said, that mid, mid-range mid area is very popular. There was one last week, I think it was as well, um, in a north area. Um, they had two opens. There was nine to ten offers on it straight away, and it was actually a renovator in that mid-price range. So very hotly contested and very popular, that type of house as well. Um, so also listing numbers. What what we're seeing also is there's a lot of there's low listing numbers. Um, properties are selling fast. There's not as many coming to market. Um, so we are seeing that listing numbers down. What's what's the data showing us, Melinda? Yeah, it's really interesting because when we're looking at new listings, um, as at the 6th of September, so this is CoreLogic data again, uh, we've got new listings have fallen 11.5% from the equivalent period this time last year. So that's a huge drop in new listings. Uh, but when we extrapolate that out and look at the total listings, we're down in um, Brisbane negative 19.5%. Now, that's huge again, and that's from the equivalent period last year. So listing volumes, that is the number of properties that are listed online for sale that you'll be seeing on the major real estate portals such as realestate.com and domain, it is shrinking. And um, and I guess that's where, you know, buyers agents do add a lot of value because there are still properties transacting off market and they're not reflected in those listing volume numbers. So if you do want access to more properties um, other than what you're seeing on realestate.com, it might be uh, best to arrange a call and, um, and discuss how we might be able to help. But I do want to add that when we compare listing volumes to sales volumes, and we're looking at annual sales volumes here between August 2019 and August 2020, uh, we've seen no real change in the sales volumes in Brisbane. So that's been fairly flat, 0.2% change um, in Brisbane in, in what has actually sold between this August last year and August this year. So despite 
much you know fewer listings we're definitely seeing sales volumes being maintained and that's um, reflective of the percentage of properties that are being sold off market yeah just touching on that off market um i I went to one yesterday i've actually got an inspection for another one tomorrow off market i think i I would have to i'd do a check on it before next time but um i think we've actually purchased more properties off market than have actually gone to market of, of late so it seems to be the trend a lot of people are doing it um, some people are going to auction. There's still some strong auctions around. But, um, yeah, it seems to be a bit of a trend that um, uh, off-market seems to be happening. So, yeah, if you want to know, you can call out and see if we can help out. Um, wh- where are the buyers? Like we, Where are they all coming from? Are they investors? Are they homeowners? Um, are they interstate? There's, there is a mixture that we're hearing out and about. Um, so what's it showing us on that? Yeah, so I think that when we're looking at who the buyers are, we can sort of take one step back potentially and look at, well, who's getting mortgages? And we've got some latest mortgage approval data that came out this month, which helps us to understand who the buyers are and certainly who they'll be in the next couple of months because they're the ones that are getting the lending. So in Queensland, um, first home buyers, um, the loans to first home buyers are at the highest level since 2009. And that's July data that we're looking at here. That's the same across all states. Uh, but specifically in Queensland and New South Wales, there's been a quite a spike from the first home buyer activity. So just to help you understand that Queensland has 28.9% of all owner occupier lending that is going to first home buyers at the moment. Um, Now, of course, owner-occupiers are lending um, the average loan size um, across the country is up 15% over the last 12 months. Now, that's actually reflective of increased serviceability um, of of the borrowers, and this is also a reflection of the fact that mortgage rates have fallen, so people um, can afford to borrow more on the back of, um, you know, lower interest rates. Now, remember, there's really strict borrowing criteria still in place. So, you know, lending conditions have definitely been more conservative, um, despite the fact that there's been lower rates. So, you know, when we look at the number of loans that have been funded on high loan to value ratios, that's actually significantly declined from March to June this year. Um, In March, we saw about nearly 40% of loans were funded with an LVR greater than 80%. That's reduced to 36.9% of loans um, with an LVR greater than 80%. So banks are definitely tightening up their lending um, criteria. Um, The other thing that is important to note is that investor lending as a proportion of total mortgages is now at a record low. So investors are definitely sitting on the sidelines. When we look at the data for Queensland, it shows just 19.2% of all lending is going to property investors. So, you know, we've been saying for a number of months, if you go back through our market updates, that the Brisbane market is being driven by owner-occupiers based on the lending data that appears to be a trend that looks to continue in the future uh, because owner-occupiers are the ones that are um, borrowing around 80% of all mortgages and investors are less than 20%. Yeah, the, the the homeowners are definitely out and about. Now, another bit of feedback we do get from um, a lot of uh, agents when we're out and about is there's also a lot of um, people looking to relocate to Brisbane. So you've got your homeowners, plus you've got people that are out and about. And and whether it's because of change of lifestyles, being able to work from home, we, we obviously talk, and I think I say it nearly every podcast, about how lucky we are with our weather and our conditions up here. We've got the coast all around us, up and down 
within an hour's drive. And I mean, today's a, a cracking day. It's 27 degrees and we're only in uh, early September. So um, why wouldn't you want to live up here? And why wouldn't you want to live, you know, in, in these conditions and this lifestyle? So the the buyers, the home buyers, the relocating, um, what, what have we got about sort of relocating? Is there anything that sort of backs that up? Yeah, look, I've um, Pippa, who are the Property Investment Professionals of Australia, released their um, results from the annual Property Investor Sentiment Survey uh, just this week, in fact. Now, that survey goes out to property investors. So this is not considering anyone who's not already a property investor. So that's something to keep in mind. But out of those surveyed, and they did have more than 1,000 respondents for that particular survey, um, there were a number of respondents who indicated that um, they were going to look to relocate. Now, um, interestingly, I think the results were 17% um, indicated that COVID-19 has made them to consider a move to another location. And the main reason for that has been on the back of improved lifestyle factors, or working from home in the future, and the third point being housing affordability. Now, when we look at the number of people that did respond that they um, are looking to relocate, uh, the survey then asked, well, where are you looking to relocate to? So 21% are looking to relocate to regional New South Wales. Interestingly, 18% looking to relocate to regional Queensland, and the only capital city in the target for those who were surveyed in this um, sentiment survey is Brisbane with 16% of those respondents looking to relocate, um, wanting to come to Brisbane and call Brisbane home. So that's really interesting. Um, obviously, being a survey that targets property investors as well, um, there is still a lot of interest in property investments. 67% of those survey respondents uh, believe that now is still a good time to invest in residential property. That is down from 82% 12 months ago. So sentiment has definitely dropped as a result of the pandemic. I guess that's in line with the um, investor lending data that I reported on earlier. But um, in terms of where property investors may be looking to spend their investment dollars, Queensland seems to be offering the best prospects for investors um, with 36% saying that um, that that would be the location that they will be targeting for their property investing in the next 12 months. So again, huge um, insights when we're looking at real data um, coming from real investors and that's reporting what's actually happening right now um, based on people's feedback. Mm, so they're all trying to relocate. They better hurry up before the AFL grand final happens and they can get in and and try and get a ticket for the final? Well, they need to come through the border and quarantine for two weeks if they've got any chance of um, watching that AFL final. But I do know there's definitely a lot of um, hype over that and it's something that we're excited to see come into Brisbane. Uh, look, we've been really lucky during the worst of the pandemic that our cases have been um, kept to a minimum. I don't know whether that's related to the fact that we have much lower density housing here in Brisbane. If you didn't hear our episode just last week on how Brisbane became a city, that helps to describe why our housing is, you know, as it is. Um, but, you know, it seems to have played a positive role in helping us fight the pandemic and keep it at bay, which um, means that we can live a fairly normal life at the moment. And I know that's not what our Melbourne colleagues want to be hearing because, you know, right now their real estate industry is shut down and, you know, a lot of people are 
suffering and you know it's a really sad situation down there yeah so just another very quick one an, an auction again last week uh, last saturday actually at paddington um in a north area just near suncorp stadium um 40 to 50 people there it was only a 354 meters um, block of land um, with the queenslander house on it uh, 11 registered bidders and um, sold under the hammer as well so again the properties anything that's coming up is selling so um, those investors, as you said, the investor numbers are down um, quite a lot. What what for the investors have we got out there regarding rental? So if, if investors are starting to think about things and things are starting to open up, um, how's the rental market looking? Yeah, look, I think that if people are looking to purchase in Brisbane, um, you know, and they're looking at an investment property, then there's still very good prospects in Brisbane. It's never been cheaper to borrow money. As we pointed out earlier, the interest rates are at record lows. And, you know, right now the gross yields in across Brisbane, the median gross yield is still 4.4%. So if you're borrowing, you know, around 3 3.5%, you, your gross yields at 4.4%, depending on your LVR. Um, and obviously there's costs associated with holding that property, including, management fees, rates, water, um, as well as maintenance costs, etc. So you can still actually achieve um, a positive cash flow um, in many locations around Brisbane on the back of the fact that there are very low interest rates right now. So um, definitely recommend, you know, considering what might happen if rates do go up um, and don't buy just on the back, on the fact that you can afford to keep it now. But, you know, what happens when rates do go up in, in the years ahead because they won't be this low forever. Um, so that's something to factor in. But looking at citywide vacancy rates in Brisbane, we're definitely trending down. So the rental market is becoming a tighter market. So at the end of August, we see citywide vacancy rates at 2.1% for Brisbane. Now, we've been on a downward trend in our vacancy rates since 2017. Uh, that's when we hit peak vacancy of 4.1% at a citywide level, which was really high. Um, that was also off the back of our oversupply in that inner city unit market and in the suburbs immediately surrounding the inner city. Um, and it, that was a result of a change in the city plan back in 2014. So all relative to, you know, supply and demand, and that comes down to the rental market and the, the sales market as well. So the good news is vacancy rate at a citywide level is declining. However, you know, as we have pointed out in previous episodes, there's definitely still vacancy risk in the inner city market, especially in the unit market. Now, whilst there's definitely been a recovery in the last couple of months, vacancy rates are still excessively high. So I urge you to tread with caution if you are looking to purchase an investment in that area, you must account for increased vacancy risk uh, because um, there's also downward pressure on rents as a result of high vacancy in some locations, especially in the unit market. When we look at the housing market, it is a very different beast. Um, and in fact, the housing market in Brisbane, um, outside of the, the centre, the CBD and surrounding suburbs, is very, very tight. Uh, and in fact, vacancy in many of our regions is at 1% or less right now in Brisbane. That is definitely putting upward pressure on rents. So that's great for property investors who are already in the market. Not so great for tenants who may not have somewhere to live and are competing and fighting with other tenants just to secure a property. Now, we've had situations with clients that have settled and put their property um, up for rent, whereby 
there are multiple applications on the rental property site unseen. So again, it's quite um, similar in the rental market in many locations around Brisbane, whereby there are not enough properties available for rent and there are a lot of tenants looking to rent. So that's definitely what puts upward pressure on prices. It's the same as in the sales market. Yeah, I've um, I've actually done an exercise. I'm still doing it at the moment. I've been um, doing an exercise ringing uh, a lot of our past clients who we've helped uh, buy investment properties. And I'm talking to them about their rental properties. Most, pretty much all of them have got the same tenant uh, in there still now as when they bought the property. There was one that jumps to mind. The, the tenants actually moved out. They had a bit of a, a separation. Um, and that property was uh, rented out within a week. So everyone that I'm talking to from our past clients, which has actually been quite good to have a chat to some older clients or past clients, I won't call them old, um, but just to have a chat to them and see how they're going, see how things are. Um, it's all been positive feedback on their on their investment properties and their rental properties. So that's been great. And I think um, just using that example, I think that uh, not only did they manage to secure a new tenant very quickly, but at a higher weekly rent just yeah. because of the current demand. So it's always a bonus for investors. Um, so I've got one other little quick, have you got any more rental information there? No? Oh, the only other thing I was going to say is that when we can look forward to see, well, where, where are we heading with our asking rents? Um, you know, we can look at demand for properties and the, the current vacancy rate, but we can also look at SQM to see, well, what are people asking for rents? Is the trend upward or downward? Uh, when you look at cities like Melbourne, the trend is definitely downward. Um, when you're looking at the three-month trend here in Brisbane, however, it is very positive. And over the quarter, the asking rents for houses is increasing. Um, so that's positive news for investors who have recently got into the market or those looking to get into the market. Um, and that's off the back of very low vacancy rates, as we have mentioned. Um, we can also look at SQM data to have a look at what's happening with sale prices as well or asking prices for houses. That also gives us an indication of vendor expectations and how optimistic vendors are about achieving good prices in the future. And again, in Brisbane over the quarter, um, it's all in the green. So asking prices are all positive um, and increasing. And, you know, that's possibly the reflection of how um, our markets have remained stable because, Vendors are becoming more confident. The buyer depth is strong. Buyers are fueled by these record low interest rates. Um, and, you know, as we've pointed out in previous episodes, the value of the mortgages here in Brisbane is a lot lower than the mortgages in Sydney or Melbourne on the back of much lower median values. Um, just to put that into perspective, if you were buying um, an average house in Sydney, you'd be paying $860,000 or thereabouts. That's the median value. In Melbourne, you'd be paying $667,000 and in Brisbane, $503,000. So if you're looking at 80% um, loan to value ratios on mortgages of that size, um, it gives you an indication of the relative size of the mortgage um, here in Brisbane compared to the larger capital cities around Australia. I know we've previously discussed it as well, but when you compare then the um, average or median incomes for uh, those people in Brisbane versus Sydney and Melbourne, whilst Sydney and Melbourne, um, the demographic is for a slightly higher income, proportionately um, 
compared with the difference in median value for property prices, um, the price to income ratios here in Brisbane are a lot stronger. So um, we've always got to look at the relative risk uh, for what may happen in the future. Um, and when you're a much more affordable market with lower average mortgage, mortgage sizes and stronger price to income ratios, um, you're definitely a safer market as well. So if I can simply summarise it, if you're buying the right location as an investment, you're probably a good, strong investment. Um, if you're looking to buy up here in Brisbane, there's a lot of demand that's going to push prices up, I think. So, you know, it's a good time, I think, uh, to have a look at the market and, and do your homework and find out where to buy and what to buy. Um, we've, we've also got, we've pretty much summed, I think, most things up there now. Um, you've got anything else to add to our market update before we wrap up? The only other thing I probably will say is that, you know, understanding the buyer depth and Scott gave some examples of the number of people that, um, you know, are putting offers in on a property that is listed for sale. So a lot of properties are still going to multiple offers. He gave one example in the inner north side um, suburb of that renovator with two opens and there were nine to 10 offers. Um, and also the number of people registering to bid at auctions for every person that misses out on a property that still leaves um, the balance of those buyers that are still looking for good opportunities to buy. So, you know, we're hopeful that um, there are an increased number of listings in the coming months because there's a lot of buyer depth. Um, and, you know, even if we start to see anyone that does need to sell off the back of COVID, um, will there be massive price falls and bargains to be had? Uh, look, not in the, the Brisbane that um, we understand and that we know at this stage, simply because there are enough buyers to continue to compete for um, a number of properties. So, you know, don't be alarmed by headlines that you may be seeing at a national level. Um, really, it's important to understand what's happening at a local level uh, before you make assumptions on the property market as a whole. Yeah. When you say people, again, I didn't mention this one earlier, but we went to an auction, I think it was two or three weeks ago, uh, Kalinga, again, in a north area, two-bedroom Queenslander, um, quite a small footprint house, house needs a renovation on an 810 square block of land. There would have been close to 100 people there at this auction. It was it was huge. Um, and it sold under the hammer for just over 1.5 mil. Um, so look, there's, there's obviously people out there wanting to buy it. There's a lot of demand. There's a lot of buyers floating around. Um, so look, that's, that's pretty much a wrap on the market. I hope that's been good information for everyone. We've got some future episodes coming up. Um, we have actually received a couple of emails and questions from listeners. Sorry we didn't get them today. We will we'll try and jump around on them in the next couple of episodes. Um, we'll also touch on the insider secrets and we'll have some guests coming up in the next few episodes. So look forward to that and we'll um, take care and we'll uh, talk soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much. I hope that's not been too much of a data dump for you again this month, but uh, we look forward to chatting to you again soon. As always, please don't forget to share the name of this podcast with your friends and family. Let them know that this exists, especially if you know anyone that is considering buying in Brisbane. Um, I'm sure you'll agree the, use, the information will be useful for them. I'm Melinda Jennison. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course tell your friends about us. 
If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.